Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back on the program, and it's my pleasure to welcome in from Big Brothers Big Sisters, Anna Street and Dustin Hamby as we get an update on uh, what's going on with the program. First of all, Anna, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Dustin, you hanging in there too? Doing pretty well. Thank you, Brian. Good. Awesome. Well, uh, who wants to tackle some information about um, what Big Brothers Big Sisters of Middle Tennessee is all about? I can open this up with just a little overview about what the agency is. Uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters is a national nonprofit agency that's over 100 years old, and we at Big Brothers Big Sisters in Middle Tennessee have served the Middle Tennessee area for the past 50 years. We actually just celebrated our 50th anniversary recently, so that includes right here in Rutherford County. Uh, so we, what we do is we work to form thoughtful, meaningful, one-to-one mentoring relationships between adults and youth ages 6 to 18. Uh, so we monitor those, we check in with those, we support those matches, and it's all about unleashing the potential of the youth, igniting and preserving that potential and power. Uh, when, when we're talking youth, again, what are those age groups? So we will sign up a little, what we call our, our mentees are littles. Uh, they have to be at least six years of age, and we'll match them in a match up through the age of 16, and they can stay in that match officially through the age of 18. Okay. And, and when you're actually uh, working to match littles with, is it your bigs? Is that? Yeah, that's okay. what our mentors are, our bigs. Yeah. So, yes. So you're really working both sides of this coin, if you will. Yes, Definitely. Awesome. Uh, Anna, um, amid COVID-19, I'm sure that that has changed a lot of things. Uh, I haven't met a person that it hasn't changed the, the way they, they do business. So how has, has COVID-19 changed uh, the, the way Big Brothers Big Sisters works? Yeah, it definitely has. It's We've had to use a lot of creativity, a lot of flexibility. Um, we've been really impressed with our bigs through our community-based program and our school-based programs at how they have been flexible um, and creative with ways to still keep connected with their littles and make sure that their littles still feel um, like their bigs are there for them and that they are taking care of them and checking in with them. So through our school program, um, I mean, Rutherford County and Murfreesboro City Schools closed in March. And so since March, they've been trying to connect through texting or connecting through apps like Marco Polo or just simply being a pen pal to them. And that's one of our jobs as well as to just um, make sure we're monitoring those communications and making sure that everything is healthy and in a in a good spot within their match and then the community-based side so where our matches are typically going out into the community and they've had to be a little bit creative as well since they can't meet in person Um, so they've been you know doing a lot of zoom calls they can do trivia nights through zoom or watching a movie through netflix party or just coming up with creative ideas to kind of simulate um, a hangout without, um, you know, with with keeping with our um, our health guidelines and social distancing and things like that. So we've had to be really creative in our processes of um, interviewing volunteers, interviewing families. We've continued to volunteer or we've continued to interview our volunteers. Um, just have to do things a little bit differently. So. Sure. Yeah. Well, are you seeing that? Um that uh, your numbers of, of volunteers are, are not where you would like them to be just because of 
the the uncertainty with COVID-19 or are you seeing maybe more people uh, desiring to volunteer? You know, I think it's been it's been about the same um, and it, it kind of takes the the pressure off of the volunteers to if they are v- meeting virtually. Um, it takes a couple of things off the table, like travel time. Um, if they can do those things virtually, they can do them from their home. So it creates a lot more flexibility for our volunteers. Um, so we've seen we've seen just about the same amount of people um, signing up to volunteer. Dustin, um, I'm sure there's always a need for volunteers. I've never met an organization that has all the volunteers that they need. Um, what What are some uh, when when you're talking to volunteers? What What are maybe the few things that you talk to them about? As this is a, a great reason to volunteer with Big Brothers Big Sisters. Basically, because of the impact that you can have through the direct relationship you form with a young person, uh, studies consistently show the value of having one consistent adult that's outside of the family to check in, to be a constant presence. You know, some of these uh, children and youth don't have a constant presence. They don't have an adult that they can count on. And just showing up and being there, we're not expecting you to be a superhero. We just want you to show up to care. And it's that's really what it takes. You know, you've got to care and you've got to be consistent. Um, so that that's what we we push. Yeah, um, I'm I'm sure that there's always the need for volunteers, like like you say. But um, I had some information. You know, at any given time, you've got over a hundred children on a waiting list, uh, waiting for a mentor. So uh, I mean, Dude. there's there's definitely room for someone to volunteer. We do, and there's a particular need for men, for young men. Uh, I'd say 75, 80% of our waitlist littles are young boys and looking for a positive male role model. So we're always a shortage of of men. Mm -hmm. But in general, you know, we've always got 100 young people waiting for a mentor. And that's pre-COVID that, you know, that's not impacted by COVID. That's consistent across the board. Sure. Uh, Anna Street and Dustin Hamby are here with us today as we talk about uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Middle Tennessee. Let, let's dive a little more specifically into uh, to Rutherford County here. And amid COVID-19 and schools going back into session, um, we now know that uh, about 40% of the students aren't actually going into the classroom in Rutherford County Schools. They're going to do the distance learning. So uh, how will your uh, mentor program work this year amid uh, the coronavirus? Yep, that has been the big question of the past couple of months, just trying to figure out a way to seamlessly continue with those relationships. And so, like you said, 40% of um, of students in Rutherford County are staying home, which is great. Um, but it kind of provides a little extra challenge for us just to make sure that, like I said, all of those um, relationships are continuing seamlessly. So um, throughout the fall semester, we're still, we're continuing to um, keep those relationships up virtually. So whether that is texting, um, emailing, a good old pen pal is always great to have. Um, So we're expecting to do that at least until the fall semester, just to make sure that our kids feel connected with their big they know that they're still there and they're thinking about them Um, and we one of our programs is our high school bigs program and so our high school bigs are in rutherford county schools Um, so that's just kind of an added layer um, to think about that those students are having to battle doing virtual classes or in-person classes and so you kind of have two sides of the same coin of um working with our Rutherford County High School students as mentors and our Murfreesboro City students as mentees or littles. 
the um as you were talking I, I was just thinking about high school i've got a high school senior uh this year myself and i just know what it's been like for her to to be uh out of school and and really out of touch with with uh, you know that uh contact with friends like um you know like so so many high school kids really want and desire so w- with with that in mind uh, i would think that now more than ever you need um uh mentors to help out because these these kids really need it yep exactly and making sure that i as um their match support specialist so i'm in charge of making sure that they have all of our volunteers have everything that they need and that they feel fully equipped to um, empower the, the potential of our youth. And so just making sure, cause I mean, our volunteers in our high school program are, you know, 16 and 17 years old. And so I wanna make sure that they feel like they have everything that they need and that they are fully equipped um, and feel confident and prepared to, to continue those relationships. So yeah, I always kind of, try to be a sounding board for them, try to be um, as present as I can for them, for our high school students to to ensure that. So. Uh, either one of you here, uh, and, and maybe both, uh, if you've got some insight on this, wh- what are some of the challenges that you're hearing uh, from your volunteers, your bigs who, who are um, working with the littles what are some of the things that the littles are going through if you will uh you know with COVID-19 that's changed everything so uh, I'm sure that there are challenges that uh they're trying to help them through I feel like it's a a wide variety I mean every child's different every household's different we serve people all over middle Tennessee so you know any given day if I'm checking in with the family what they're going through might be completely different from what another child's going through but I'd say some consistencies are you know isolation uh, they are feeling bored. They're feeling antsy. They've, a lot of them have been cooped up and they're not seeing their friends. School has been different. Even though it's, it's funny when you'll talk to a kid who dreads school, now they're looking forward to going back to school. They just want to be out and have some sort of normalcy in their lives again. So these check-in calls with them tend to go longer now because they're just wanting someone to talk to. Uh, so I'd say the isolation bit of it uh, is, is pretty consistent across the board. Pretty much what um, anyone who's been going through this. I, I mean, that's been a challenge for adults too, and yeah. probably a, a good opportunity for adults just to have some uh, additional interaction as well. Definitely. Anna, do you have anything to speak to that on your end? Right. I know. I totally agree about the isolation part, and that's why we need volunteers. Is to there is an increase of loneliness, feeling lonely, feeling isolated, feeling like Dustin said, bored. You know, just just having someone there to to kind of occupy that time a little bit. And, you know, checking in with our families, too, and making sure since their kids aren't in school that they're getting meals every day, that they're yeah. getting breakfast and lunch. And if they're not, then we can provide resources to, to find out what we can do about that. There's just a variety of different things, Internet, you know, things like that, making sure that they have the data to continue with their schoolwork. Um, so we've been able to kind of provide resources for our families to make sure that that they've got everything that they need. Oh, that's that's awesome. I, you know, didn't even think about that that part of it a, as well. So, um, obviously, there is is a need for volunteers. I would think that maybe one of the questions from volunteers is how much uh, uh, of my time do you need for this? I mean, how much time is it going to take, and and uh, am I equipped to do this? And and so. You know, do you have a, a one or two minute spill here? That uh, how do you talk to volunteers and and tell them, you know, you can do this? 
Well, we, we do want a year commitment for almost all of the programs that we offer. Uh, less, if committing to it and not following through with it can do more harm than good. So we do stress during the interview and, and recruitment process, the importance of knowing that you can commit to a year, that you can spend a few times a month. You know, some folks get together a couple hours a week, once a week, some do bi-weekly for, for longer periods of time, but just that consistent presence that you can carve out at least a year uh, and we'll do what we can to make the most healthy match that we can and to prevent any kind of early closure. So we'll try to ask them questions about anticipated life changes and goals. But other than, you know, knowing that you can find a few hours a week uh, and we've got a variety of programs, everything from e-mentoring uh, to apps and different virtual ways. So there's ways we can be somewhat flexible with the schedule, but we do want that year commitment and uh, constant presence. So that's something that we we press pretty hard. Sure. I mean, you're, you're, you're forming a bond here and you know, if that goes away uh, suddenly that those things could just add uh, another layer of disappointment and, and all kinds of things there. So, um, what's the process? I mean, uh, someone out there listening right now is thinking, you know what, I want to find out more about it. We've really only scratched the surface here, but, uh, what's the best way for them to um, maybe get connected and start the, the process of deciding for themselves whether they'd like to volunteer. You can go to our website. Our website is mentoraakid.org. And so on that website, there will be all of the different programs that we offer so they can look through those and kind of decide which one they think will um, benefit them and work for their schedule the best. So they can go on there and they have all the instructions of who to contact and what to do. So the first thing that they'll have to do um, is a volunteer orientation. And once they do that orientation, um, we'll set them up with a volunteer interview and we'll get that interview process done. Um, and then from there, once everything, um, if it looks good and if it's approved, then we will move on to the matching process. So we will kind of talk to them about what kind of child or what kind of youth would they work well with? Is it a talkative kid? Is it a quiet kid? Is it you know, what kind of person that they think they will make that bond with, and then we will make that match and then take it from there. So that's the first step is just to go to that website, mentoraakid.org, and then it'll kind of walk you through all of your steps. Well, perfect. Uh, Anna, Dustin, I appreciate you uh, spending some time with us today and uh, mentoraakid.org, right? Absolutely. Very good. Well, anything that we can uh, do to help spread the word about uh, uh, big Brothers, Big Sisters of Middle Tennessee, be sure to let us know. We're, we're here to help. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Awesome. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Our guests today, uh, Austin, uh, Anna Street and Dustin Hamby, joining us here to talk about Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Middle Tennessee. And again, mentorakid.org online.